Have you ever had the thought, when I'm in charge, that'll be different? <laughs> I thought so, and you're not alone. This is often the topic on the podcast. Whether the guests are sharing their learning moments, their called to lead situations, or I'm sharing something I just can't keep to myself, we're in it for the leadership, for those calling forth moments and teachings that are so good we just have to talk about them. I'm Karen Gillen, life coach for business leaders and your host. Let's get to the show. Hey team, we've got Katie Wood on the podcast today. And this is exciting for a lot of reasons. The one that I'm most excited about is oftentimes in coaching, we get really good at landing in metaphor and exploring the whole world. And recently, Katie and I got to do that. And it was so good. We had to bring it here. So before I get in too deep, Katie, would you introduce yourself? You bet. Oh, I'm glad to be here. So I'm Katie. And um, the way I introduce myself changes kind of all the time, of course. But mm -hmm. I basically say that um, I'm a coach for talented, thoughtful leaders, creative entrepreneurs, small business owners, whatever mm -hmm. you call themselves, um, who are mostly tired of feeling really alone in the process of building a business and doing the work they love. So mm -hmm. similar to what you do in many ways, just maybe the niche is expanded. Yeah. And I help and them. you also take pictures, right? I do. Yeah. I have a little passion for photography that I like to blend in with my coaching when it kind of when it when it aligns and that's primarily location based but mm -hmm, um, totally but maybe in the future yes all right so the reason it's really important that we talk today is you had an experience that we I think all have which is I went on vacation I felt all good everything was amazing and then I came home and instantly felt behind and rushed and overscheduled etc so tell me that in your words like you just did this amazing trip where'd you go yeah so I was just um, on the main salmon River in Idaho in the Frank Church wilderness which is just a really amazing part of the country awesome. um yeah. And it was, it was just like kind of exactly what I needed in so many ways because it forced me to fully unplug. Of course, there's like just no cell phone reception. And we, um, I was with a group of people who are just fantastic humans and we all get on the river and, you know, we're there for eight days, I think floating yeah. on this river, just really kind of being back in touch with, like, Oh yeah. It's just like a nice rhythm to the day. It was just, yeah, it was a really, really special trip and gorgeous in all the ways you'd expect. Nice. Before we jump into kind of the main part of what I want to talk about, can you tell us just a couple things you do as a solopreneur to get yourself ready to go on vacation and let yourself check out? Mm. Oh yeah. This has evolved over time and it's gotten so much better. Yeah. So um, first I schedule it ahead of time and I know that I have it on my calendar. I used to kind of just like kind of try and work through vacations because I never was quite ahead enough mm -hmm. to check out. So now I schedule it. I let my clients know ahead of time I'm going to be gone. Um, I have an awesome assistant who helps me make sure that things are batched so that, you know, newsletters are still going out and social media is still happening. Not that you have to do that. Like I could just take a break, but I just wanted to experiment with, mm -hmm. just keep the fires 
um, burning. And I think the important thing, and we've we've talked about this a bit too, is I have profit first set up in my business so that I still pay myself while I'm gone, mm-hmm. which was a really big shift for me because I used to kind of be like, oh, let's see if I can like, right. keep so it actually is money a financial in. loss to take a vacation. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I've budgeted in, so I still get paychecks while I'm gone, which is nice. huge. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So you keep the consistency, it sounds like, all around. Yeah. And that felt like that felt like it didn't take as much work to actually get there as I thought. Early on, mm-hmm. it would have felt like practically impossible. And now it's like, oh yeah, okay, I just do a little bit more planning up front. Good to go. Yeah. And I think the thing I always forget to do is turn on my autoresponders. Yes. I love going to I am going to put my stake in the ground right here that I'm going to do better at that moving forward. <laughs> and I think auto responders can be fun. Like last Christmas, I had the one with the eggnog recipe and the overnight cinnamon yeah. rolls. So I think having a really fun auto responder only makes your absence sweeter for your people. Yeah. A lot of times I'll put a link to something, either a funny article or video, or it's actually like a tool I've created. Um, nice. The other tip is that's nice is you can update your signature ahead of time. So it's like upcoming out of office oh. and you put the dates so nice that level. you're, <laughs> I know somebody else tuned me into that. And I was like, well, all right, pretty smart. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. So you went on a river trip, you come mm-hmm. back and you're like, oh, there's all these things to do. Nothing. I don't have time to do everything I can see <laughs> as I walk around my property. All the things are kind of caving in and dang it, that great feeling I created on vacation is already gone. And so what we talked about is, you know, like when you went on vacation, especially when you go on an outdoor adventure and you're going to be off the grid, so much planning goes into that. So you're someone who's really good at great adventure and you're really good at planning and you put all these things together and you create an experience for yourself alongside of and with the people who you go with that, I mean, it's just sort of an unparalleled level of care, I would think. Yeah, it is. It's like so much intention goes into it and just thoughtful, like, of course, you don't know what for sure is going to happen. It's an adventure. It's the wilderness. But you really have thought through a lot of the things like you think about kind of backup plans, you think through your food and the right gear and the, even the right people. Like we're intentional about who we wanted to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that was thought out ahead of time and it didn't have to be perfect, but we like, we asked and answered a lot of questions of ourselves ahead of time. Yeah. And I think rivers and businesses have a lot in common. Yeah. We, I mean, we'll just, just talking metaphors for days. (laughs) Yeah. Like the river just keeps going. So does your business if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's like, if you're going to prepare for a rapid, it's, there's not like, you can't just go lay on the couch and push the rapid off until tomorrow. It's going to come and you're in the river and you're always moving. Yeah. And this was like, I feel like this was one of the big ahas that I had in talking to when we talked was like, I realized there were so many things that I was kind of procrastinating on when I got back home, like, Oh, I've got to do this. And I was feeling kind of heavy, but there's a a sense of like, there's a no nonsense kind of, well, like we have to go through the rapid now. Like either you keep rowing upstream and procrastinating (laughs) and like fighting the current and using all your energy to go nowhere, all your energy to avoid this thing that is 
inevitable and it's the next thing in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so like, why not just, okay, like square up, row into it, get going. And like, oh, that wasn't that bad. That was actually pretty fun. And like, it's actually or at least the fun it's, part. <laughs> right. Right. And I think so often we're, we avoid these things that like look kind of bigger or scarier in our business. Yeah. When in fact, we just like have to push through. Yeah. And I think we all have this, like in some area of our lives, we have an area where we spent a lot of time planning. We got really good at thinking ahead and we went through experiences where we just kept going and we got Mm -hmm. to a quote unquote end. How are you going to take the wisdom of a river trip and your ability to plan like this and bring that kind of a, that feeling of being on the river, that cadence, that morning coffee, that stop for lunch, like all the stuff that's so nice that we count on every day. Mm-hmm. How can you bring that into your business? I think it's a good, I think it's a great question. I think from on like a basic level, there's so much wisdom around like having a general sense of where you're going, like a bigger, like I want to go down this river and here's the scenery I want to go in. Same with your business. Like here's generally where I want to go. And you have a, you have a broad sense of what that looks like. But on a day-to-day basis, like the night before, you know, every night we'd kind of know how far we needed to go the next day. Was it mm-hmm. a big day? Was it a slow day? Were we going to have to push? Were we going to kind of be able to sleep in? Like what was that next day? Um, really specifically, what were we going to have for breakfast? There was an element of planning in detail just the day before, but having these bigger like plans, you know, looking forward, you know, a week out or whatever. I think that feels important to me because I think sometimes I get stuck in like, I need to see the whole thing in perfect detail ahead of time. And that's not really true. Like I need to have a general sense, but, but tomorrow I kind of need to know what I'm going to do tomorrow, like Mm -hmm. in pretty specific detail. So while you were on the salmon river, did you Mm -hmm. think about people who were on the Stikine river and what they needed to be doing and maybe compare yourself to what they were planning for the next day? Uh, turns out I did not. (laughs) Okay. So comparison is not helpful on the river. Not helpful. Yeah. Not helpful on the river. There's no comparison. And honestly, like the beauty of that too, is like, you couldn't even see it. Right. Like, Uh so I wasn't thinking about it. I also was just like, so focused on what's in front of me. Like, where am I going? You got to allow for flow. Yeah. Allow for flow. Yeah. And actually even like staying in the current, right? Like you can get stuck in an eddy and swirl yourself around being like, nope, got to keep getting in the current. Mm -hmm. So you're actively trying to stay in flow. You're, you're not saying, oh my gosh, there's an eddy. I guess this is it for me. (laughs) And just sitting there spinning in a circle. (laughs) Right. Yeah. In fact, actually, so I was a raft guide years ago. This is funny. Um, When I was like in my twenties, I overinflated my resume and somehow landed a job as a raft guide. <laughs> I was like, oh, now what do I do? Let her go learn how to row. <laughs> uh, let's figure this out. Yeah. Uh, but I remember there were a couple uh, like quick lessons there around eddies is, you know, when we were guiding, we all had to kind of be, you know, we're trying to hit, get clients off the river in a reasonable time. And my lead guide would always be like, Katie, follow, like get back in the current. You're like getting sucked in these eddies. And I almost like wasn't paying attention. I would just like, guess I'm just slow. guess I'm just like not as fast. Uh-huh. Right. And then it was just this little moment of looking and being like, Oh, I just take one stroke over here and I can get back in flow. 
So right. it was important for me to remember like, oh, this, these like things can be adjusted. And yes, you will be slow if you aren't paying attention. And you're in charge. I'm in charge. And you're right. the one with the oars. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. so much empowerment. Is there mm-hmm. a um, river that you want to do next year that you know of? You know, um, it was fun to think about that because it was the same thing. Like, oh yeah, well, we want to, originally we were going to go to the middle fork of the salmon, which is, uh, anyway, a big, a whole bunch of stuff happened and we didn't end up doing that. So there is already chatter about, oh, maybe I'll do the middle fork next year. Um, but there's a ton of amazing rivers that I would like to grow at some point. And so while you were doing the arm of the salmon you were on, were you thinking about what it will be like to finish the middle fork of the salmon or were you just sticking with the river you were on? Yeah. Yeah. Like not at all. Of course we were just like looking. And I think part of that was like, there were these days where you're just looking at the scenery around you and kind of taking it in and you, you don't have any even like, you can't even compare to like what, what it might be on like on the middle fork day three mm-hmm. it's right. just in it and it's like that's the best part yeah and I think like we're so good at knowing how to be on vacation we've been told how to be on vacation we get excited about vacation we naturally are looking forward to adventure and vacation and exploration and beauty mm-hmm. but when we think about our own calendars in our businesses and how we take care of our properties and all that stuff we're not necessarily doing the amount of looking forward to with the lens of deciding ahead of time to enjoy what's about to happen. Mm. So I think there's so much we can steal from this, from trip planning and use it on our regular life because there's really no reason why we can't enjoy the flow of being and growing what we have now. Yeah. So what do you think? I, what are you going to take with you? I totally agree. Um, well, I think part of it is like that. I mean, it sounds maybe a little cliche, but like be where you are, right? Like yeah. know where you want to go, but be where you are and fully enjoy that. Um, I also think there's something really powerful for me about just this like natural cadence of the day where like we stopped usually every day by four or five o'clock because then we wanted to make dinner and we wanted to enjoy our time and talk to friends. And it wasn't like, well, if I stop now, then I can just get a couple more hours in at eight. PM. Like, no, no, mm-hmm. we're just, now we're like closing up shop. And I think for me, there's some, there's a really great lesson in like being on when you want to be on, like being in, in motion, but then stopping. Cause I think that it's easy for, especially online business owners mm-hmm. to kind of just like squeeze in a little bit here and there. And that might be your situation. That's no, that's, that might just be where you're at right now. But for me personally, I really feel it's important for me to say, yep, here's what I'm doing today. And I know that when I'm done, closing up shop mm-hmm. and that the river will still be there tomorrow and I will get back on it. <laughs> the river has clear boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so, think the other thing that, oh, sorry, that feels ahead. important for me um, and it's just an, an idea is like it, when I'm afraid of something, right? Like, again, even this is like a, the first, the first time I was a raft guide when I'd be afraid in the boat. I would like put a lot of effort in and I'd be really gripping the oars and I'd be like pulling with all my strength. And I'd, I'd kind of be like putting in 10 times more effort than it actually took to Mm -hmm. get where I wanted to go. And so just remembering that like, 
okay, if I just relax a little bit and take two fewer strokes and like, maybe not try to row upstream all day long, (laughs) it's going to be a little bit easier. But the only time I really get into that kind of gripped place is when I'm, when I'm scared and just Mm -hmm. like remembering like, oh, if I'm working really hard, it might be because I'm kind of freaked out and maybe there's something for me to do there. Yeah. So how are you going to bring all of this back home with you right into your office? (laughs) Uh, Well, I think this is, I think part of it is a little bit more planning. I've been resistant to commit to like a bigger plan, but this feels important to me to be like, yeah, that's right. I want to choose to go down this river and it might take me a while, but I I know that I can keep going on it. So I want to do a little bit more planning three, six months down the line. Again, not Mm -hmm. planning for the river trip three summers from now, (laughs) my business (laughs) in three years, but just planning like, yeah, what does the next little bit for me look like? Um, Yeah. And then knowing too that like avoidance, procrastination, (laughs) all that stuff does not help me at all. And so really trying to make sure that if I'm, if I'm avoiding something or procrastinating, what's going on there? Like that's something for Mm -hmm. me to investigate. Yeah, rather than just rowing backwards, like give yourself a break, pull completely off the river, stand there for a while and like let it be a real respite rather than a frantic, Mm -hmm. energy consuming, fake rest. Yeah, I think that's really important too. like pull over. There were some beautiful like white sand beaches as we were going on this vacation or down the river. And it was like, yeah, let's stop there. Like, why wouldn't we have lunch there instead of like trying to eat on the boat? and no, let's stop mm-hmm. and swim and yeah. enjoy. So I think, I think that what you kind of reminded me of too, is like that you can have this like enjoyment in your business, just like it doesn't have to be vacation mode and work mode. Like you can blend it a little bit better. Yeah. I think that'd be the invitation for anybody listening from me is the things that you really like to do, figure out why that is and figure out how to build it in more often. Mm-hmm. Cause the, the patterns are there. We know how to, we know how to do what we like to enjoy and we can have more of that. Yeah. Right. Like any of those things where you think, ah, that would be so amazing if I could just be like this more often. Okay. So why not figure it out? Why not? Why (laughs) not? Uh So is there anything that you're kind of, cause you coach leaders and business folks, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you're noticing just patterns that you're working with clients lately that people are really working on or struggling with or anything Mm -hmm. coming up for all your people? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, there's always something, right. We're always learning Mm -hmm. and growing and that sort of thing. What I'm noticing um, a lot is that people, and maybe I can kind of tie this in, but like there are these stages of competence, right. And Mm -hmm. um, it's like such a mouthful to say all of them, but it's like, unconscious incompetence right yep. and then and then conscious, conscious incompetence incompetence and then conscious competence and then unconscious competence thank you yes yeah. <laughs> so those four stages yeah and what i notice is that a lot of times people like when they're doing something new in their business and whether they're brand new in business or they've been doing it a long time and they're just like trying something new is they really like kind of fight against those different stages of Mm. because there's not a lot of awareness they're just like why is this so hard or like why this is so frustrating 
And then just with that little bit of awareness around, oh, right. It's just because I haven't done this piece before and I'm learning and I'm consciously incompetent. That feels extra hard Mm -hmm. instead of, because they're like a lot of people I work with, all the people you work with are just like, they're smart, talented people. They're used to doing well. Yeah. And so, so when they come up against something where they're really struggling, it is like their brain breaks a little bit. Like, yeah. What's and happening? The theme I've seen too is related. It's like you have developed more capability than you had before. So the way that you're going to struggle now looks different. You don't have to keep trying to struggle in the old way. Like there's going to be new, (laughs) there's going to be new stuff to struggle on. So like drop the baggage of like, but I used to be someone who thought this would really freak me out, but it doesn't anymore because I'm so much more capable. Like let yourself have the win. Yeah, exactly. Let yourself Mm -hmm. be like that next level of competence or capable or confident. Mm -hmm. And then like, there will, there will certainly be something else that will, (laughs) you can like come up against. Right. Yeah. It feels really good. And I think that as a person I've spent, I've spent a lot of time outdoors and that often is my lens of like thinking through that in those ways. And like if you're climbing mountains, like the first few times you climb a mountain, you're like really scared of the bears and the, like you're scared of kind of everything. And like, what mm-hmm. happens if it rains? What happens if it, right? So at some point you come past those and that's okay. Like you're, you're good. Now you can just, now you can just go to the next level of like, Ooh, maybe I could climb that bigger thing over there. Mm-hmm but you don't have to like stay stuck in those old stories about what used to freak you out. Yeah. Move on. You're good. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just keep going. So other than um, the fact that you used to be a river guide, I'd like mm-hmm. our people to get to know a little bit more mm-hmm. about you. So huh. what's the thing that you want? One thing that you won't travel without maybe on a river, mm. maybe on a plane. Mm. So one of the things uh, that comes to mind for me is I really, like, I think sometimes I do my best work in like the window seat of an airplane. Like I really love, it's like the magic spot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if my knees are like crammed or whatever, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just, so I always bring like a really nice notebook and a really good pen. I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to get a good idea up there. Um, That's right. And a lot of times I spend a lot of time like writing and journaling. I love when planes take off for that same reason, when I'm not traveling with a kid, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> slightly <game>. different. <laughs> yeah. What's a favorite restaurant experience you've had? Mm. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I love a good restaurant experience. I live kind of in the boonies. We don't have mind blowing restaurant experiences here, but I was thinking about this. Um, and this was a couple of years ago. I'm going to get the restaurant name. I can't remember it, but I was in San Francisco visiting friends and they like, knew the owners or the chefs or something this amazing sushi restaurant and so we went in and it was just the kind of thing where I felt a little bit like royalty because Mm -hmm. I mean not only was the whole restaurant beautifully designed I love the aesthetics and the warmth and that sort of thing that um was pulled into it but the experience was just like oh and now the chef is going to bring you this special thing that he only like just created and it felt like a really fun way to be in a restaurant where you were like kind of felt like really connected to the the chef. That's the best. That's fun. Mm-hmm. What about um so you live in the boonies, but how do you connect in with the local community there as an online mm-hmm. entrepreneur? 
So when I started my business, I was clear that I didn't want to depend just on the local folks to be my clients. Um, but I also didn't want to build it entirely online. Like, so I really like the balance. I usually have maybe 30% of my clients are local. Nice. Uh, so that feels really good to actually be able to have in-person meetings with people or, um, yeah, do just connect, have a beer every now and then, which I think is right. really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, a, that's a big way, I guess, is like connecting through all of those folks and then supporting their businesses and kind of being in the loop in that way. I think your Instagram is fun for that reason. Some of the crafts people oh, yeah. that you work with and the makers and just seeing what, who you're helping. Yeah. Yeah. They're, mm -hmm. I'm always like in awe. Usually that's a sign. I'm like, Ooh, I want to buy her thing. I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if she, <laughs> how can help. I help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a creepy girl. I'm not like, Hey, you need me, but I'm, I have like these little wish lists. like, Ooh, she's got some good stuff. Yeah, just like wish lists of like which river do we want to run next? That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know where you're going. Mm -hmm. What's a myth about you that other people believe that you let them keep? So I've listened to this on your podcast before this question, and I'm mm -hmm. like, are there myths about me? I'm sure there are. I don't know what they are. Um, but a, like, I think there are, I don't know if these are actually myths, but I think sometimes people think I'm intimidating up front. And I don't want them to keep that one. So just for the mm -hmm. record, like I'm really not at all. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty dorky as it turns out, <laughs> pretty friendly, <laughs> but, um, but I've been told that before. And then the other one is I used to get this a lot where I have fairly broad shoulders and they'd be like, Oh, you're a swimmer. And I'd like, I'll, I'll keep that. You know, I'm not a very good swimmer actually. I could swim, but like, yeah. I have okay, that same can... myth about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must be an amazing swimmer. Yeah. Keep yep. that. Good. I like it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if people want to find out more about what you're up to and see your amazing Instagram and your photos and your, your people, where can they find you? So I'm Crowheart Creative across the board. So just as it sounds, Crowheart Creative. And I always like to say that that is, I was just born in this town called Crowheart in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. That's where that name comes from. I've always wondered. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And I often like, you should tell people the story behind that. But yeah, it's um it was just this tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. And there's a really great story behind the the name. But um I think sometimes people are like, oh she like Portlandia like put a bird on it kind of thing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh no, no. Yeah. There, it's better than that. So Crowheart yeah. Creative is where you can find me. All right. And we'll link all that up in the in the notes. Awesome. All right. Well I think it's uh I just appreciate you for illuminating like this important point that we can bring the good stuff, the cadences that we love, the flow that we love into the businesses we have or the lives that we have. And I don't think I ever have enough reminders of that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm really glad that, um, yeah, this conversation happened a couple of days ago. And then again here, cause it really was that light bulb for me like, mm -hmm. Oh, right. It can be just as good here right now as it was, on the river. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe you're not realizing well, that the point. Yeah. That's why we're doing this, right? Yeah. Like if we, if you got out and into your work to create freedom, don't forget to create the freedom. <laughs> yeah. Truth bomb. <laughs> <Duh. Right. laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much for being here. Yeah. Thanks, Carton. Thanks for being here. 
for sharing your time and your ears with us. And before you go, I have something new we created just for you. It's a quiz. Have you ever wondered how you stack up when it comes to the three pillars of business your way? Well, now you'll know. Click the link in the show notes or go to karengillen.com forward slash quiz to find out just what type of business owner you are. I can't wait to see your results. Take good care of you and your people and leave a review for the podcast. It really helps. Thank you and talk to you next week.